0: Hello and welcome to the Fantasyland Basketball Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark Shorten. It's not been a good week or so for me in fantasy basketball. I've managed to scrape through with different draws and and a scrape through with a win, but overall it has just been lost city. Um, As you know, if you listen to the podcast, I've got any sort of combination of Harden, Kawhi, um, Kyrie Irving... All players that I I swore I wasn't going to draft, and yet here we go. Um, I've got them here. They've just they just fell to me into in positions that I couldn't pass up drafting them based on their upside. And hopefully, over the course of the season, it'll all even itself out. Um, I hope. Um, I have been so tempted to trade low and to sell low, Um, but yeah it's just it's it's been tough it's been tough add to that fred van fleet's been been down um Trey jones donovan mitchell um just bones highland just guys that I mean, bones highland i should should just drop but guys that i've just had day injuries here and there or they've been sick and it's just it's it's, it's hurt It's hurts um and my win-loss column reflects that so we we need Kyrie to get back. We need Kyrie to um his suspension and be back. Um we need James Harden to just miraculously come back. I mean, at the end of this week it'll be two weeks until his month um has expired. So hopefully it was he was expected to miss about a month. Hopefully it's the near side of that and it's only three and a bit. Um I haven't had too many updates so it's a little concerning but we'll, we'll see how we go um so in terms of well i suppose the other side of the coin for anybody who listens who does nfl fantasy uh my redraft team has just got a big win so um looking good there looking good there as we roll into roll into playoff territory um the Wave wire podcast that's obviously what we're here for you don't you're not here to listen to all of my dribble about um, about my teams. What I will say first and foremost is um, you may or may not know, I started listening to well, my first ever basketball podcast or fantasy basketball podcast was the guys from Roto World, the uh, that that turned into NBC sports edge um guys like steve alexander uh, mike gallagher back in the day ryan knouse uh jared johnson jonas nader those guys uh rafael johnson and they they're the ones who kind of inspired me to to try and give this a crack myself um and unfortunately they've they've all um lost their jobs over the last few days um which is really sad to hear, because they, they, in my eyes anyway, they're kind of pioneers in this area. Um, they, they have been the uh, yeah a big reason as to why I enjoy fantasy basketball, um, why I've even got Spotify for one, um, and why I decided to do this. So um, I, I don't suspect that they do religiously listen to this i know that one or two of them have listened in the past and have reached out to me but uh, if they are listening gents um i want to thank you um hopefully some good news is just around the corner for you uh, i personally think you guys should just start up your own one um just collaborate all together i think that um you guys will do a really good job just doing that and, and running your own website but um yeah thank you very much gentlemen um so yeah onwards and upwards for you guys um so the Wave of Wire podcast, I took a little bit of time to do this one, and obviously I'm a, a, I'm a day late, uh, so apologies for that, but what I will say is that it seems to be getting a little thinner, uh, whether that's due to injuries, whether that is due to um, players just being snapped up a, a, a bit more regularly and these um, people carrying, I suppose, a little bit less dead wood, um, but... It seems a little bit thinner this week than it has in the past. So, the first one I wanted to speak about was Charles Bassey. Now, he's somebody who was not at all on my radar until about three or four days ago, um, like two games ago. I expected that the... That the Spurs were going to run with Jakob Pertl, then Isaiah Roby, um, and then that was it. No other um, guys at the center. Obviously, you had Zach Collins in there as well. But then when Zach Collins came, went down, I wasn't expecting much more, which is foolish of me because obviously the Spurs are in absolute full-flight tank mode, um, full tank mode. So they're going to run players who we probably have never heard of before or haven't been on our radar before. Um, Charles Bassett was one of them for me. So over the last seven days, he's averaging about 17 minutes a night. Um, His stat line isn't incredible, but two things that are of note. Um, He played 24 minutes tonight against Golden State, and that is the most that he has played all season. Uh, His minutes have been trending up. Pop has said we want to see some more of Charles Bassey. He's not going to be a scoring threat. Um, He's not going to be a shooter. He's not going to be someone who's going to pile on the steals or assists or anything like that. But what he is going to do is he's going to be a threat to get you 10 boards a night. He's going to be a threat to get you two, three, four blocks a night. Um, That's kind of what he does. So given that he's owned in. 23% 23% of leagues on Yahoo. He's only two percent of legs on ESPN. I think it's worth running the Gauntlet and trying to grab him. Um, you see what, say, Bol Bol did. Um, whenever he was given minutes, and as I said, we're not going to—he's not going to be able to stretch the floor like Bol Bol is. But what he is going to do is provide real big blocks and real big boards, and that right there is is enough to get you into top 75, top 70 value. And if he can keep up the pace of or if his minutes keep on going towards 30 minutes a night um, in a full tanking team where Jakob Perdle, if they start to win too many games, Perdle's not going to be staying on the court for too long. Charles Bassey is somebody who has got relevance now who might even have relevance um, in in a few months from now. Um, as I said, his minutes are trending up, blocks, two blocks in the most recent game, four blocks in the game before that, seven boards and 14 boards. Um I think Charles Bassey is absolutely worth a look. The other thing is that the San Antonio Spurs play five games this week. Um, obviously, we we're through one game now, so if he's still on your waiver wire, go pick him up for the end of the double header, and then they've still got three more games to come. Um, and I think Charles Bassey is—he is really, really fantasy relevant right now. Um, second player on my list: Jalen Williams. Now. I, I've had him and dropped him. Had him and dropped him. Had him and dropped him. the The fluctuation of his, of when he has been in my team and when he has not been in my team is the fluctuation of minutes. And I don't, I don't expect that that is going to really stop all that much. Um, I do think that we're going to plateau at a point of about twenty five minutes a night, twenty six minutes a night, but. What we have seen is that whenever he has played big minutes, whenever he's played 30-plus minutes, he's been really fantasy relevant. Um, Most recently, today, 36 minutes against Boston, 14.6 boards and a block. Not too bad. Two nights ago or two games ago, 30 minutes, 10 points and 11 assists. Like, he is going to 27 minutes a few nights before that, a few games before that, four steals, 13 points, three and threes we're going to have to set the good with the bad here but jalen williams given that he is only owned in 18% of yahoo leagues 2% of espn leagues obviously they see a lot in him they are starting him now which is really really relevant um he's yeah he he's somebody that i'd be looking to roll the dice on purely because they trust him do i trust him maybe maybe not um do have I been wrong in the past? Absolutely I've been wrong in the past. Will I be wrong in the future? Definitely not. No. Um if OKC trust a young player, then I think that we're right to then trust in OKC. Um they've done it before. They they make fantasy guards relevant all over the place. So you've got to trust in Sam Presti. Got to trust in the association or the the franchise that they see something that we ordinarily don't. Um, Lou Dort two years ago was a nobody. Now he's definitely a fantasy relevant player. Um, Josh Giddy was taken a lot earlier than what people thought that he should have been taken. Very, very relevant fantasy guard, not playing so well this year, but um, he's still a cornerstone piece for their future. Jalen Williams could definitely be somebody that's over the next week or so, takes the leap and has one big game that everybody's rushing to the waiver wire. So depending on how your roster's set up, maybe Jalen Williams is somebody that you take a look at this week. Javon Carter. He is playing ridiculously well and I did not see this coming. Last seven days, 20 points, three boards, 7.7 assists, 1.3 steals on a block. A 36.12 assist night against against OKC. Obviously, we know the reasons for this. It is purely a byproduct of him being available. Drew Holiday's out. Chris Middleton's out. They need people on the floor. And while Drew Holiday's out, which I anticipate it's only going to be for another game or so, Javon Carter will start and will play big minutes and will produce. 33 minutes, 33 minutes, 45 minutes, 26, 31. 12 points, 21, 36, 2, 18. Assist-wise, we're talking 6, 6, 12, 5. Like, he's he's going to produce when he's out on the court. So, if he's out there while Drew's not, or if he's out there while Drew and Chris are not out there, then he's going to get an absolute run at it. So, um See, I, I really like Javon Carter. He's owning 26% of leagues in Yahoo, 7% of leagues in ESPN. He should be owned in a lot more than that given his current play, but obviously w- we know that we've got an expiration date on this. So while Drew Holiday's out, if you're a Drew Holiday owner, I think that you should own Javon Carter as well. Um, so roll the dice while he's, well, not even roll the dice, just run the hot hand while Drew Holiday's out. Kyle Anderson, slow-mo owned in 11% of leagues on Yahoo, 5% of leagues in ESPN. That's probably a little bit low for both of those um, in my eyes. The reason being, Slow Mo just does a bit of everything. Um, It's going to get you okay points, going to get you okay boards, going to get you okay assists, going to get you okay steals, going to get your block, or thereabouts. He's not going to be a- he has never been a sexy player to own, He's never been somebody who has really cracked into the top 100 on a consistent nightly basis, but he just gets the job done. You can count on him to produce somewhere across a week, Um, whether that's one night he's going to get you 15 points, whether that's one night he's going to get you seven rebounds, whether that's one night he's going to get you seven assists. Somehow, somewhere, Kyle Anderson just gets the job done. Um, He's playing... Minutes in the in the mid twenties for Minnesota at the moment. I expect that that number is going to continue to go up as he gets some more um, some more fitness under his belt. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed or got back into the starting position there. Um, he's just fundamentally he's a he's a really nice basketballer and he gets the job done. Um, and I think that he's somebody that uh, Minnesota need. Um, in, in their team, the case could be made for him to um to start over McDaniel's at the um at the the small forward spot. Um, I personally, I, I personally think that they eventually will do that. I think that he's probably better served from a fantasy side um, off the pine. Um, it, it allows him to to do a bit more. Creating um, with the ball in his hand, um, without the ball dominant guys like Delo, Ant, um, and Cat, but I think that he's, I think that he's going to have a decent season. And if you're in a deep league, I think Kyle Anderson is somebody that you should really look at for um, rest of the season value because I think it's there. Um, same as this next guy who. I, over the the last seven days, just been unreal. Um, So, Patrick Williams. If, oh, if Zach Levine or um, DeMar DeRozan go down for an extended period of time and you don't have Patrick Williams, you need to pick him up. Um, With opportunity comes um some really nice well rounded stat lines for Patrick Williams over the last seven days. Eleven points, five rebounds, just under a steal, and just under two and a half blocks per game. Um he's done he's had a block or more. Um in fact he's had a block or a s or a steal in every single game this year. Every single game he's had a block or an assist, Sorry, a block or a steal. Um which shows he's his defensive prowess, his minutes have also been trending up and up and up and up and up towards 30. If we can get him at 30 minutes a night, I would dare say that a steal and a block every single night is standard, potentially games where he has a little bit more, as well as 13, 14, 15 boards, 5, 6, 7 rebounds, and a couple of assists. Um, Patrick Williams is... And referencing back to to the guys at Roto World, uh, Rambo Stew, and I believe it was Jonas Nader spoke about the fact that if anybody in the league is going to be the next Kawhi Leonard, it's going to be Patrick Williams. Really strong defensively, better than what his stats even show, better um, playmaker than what he's given credit for, scores really well, um, and he's just a fundamentally good basketballer. And I think that he is going to be a really big piece for the Chicago Bulls moving forward. If anything, if any of their starting guys go down um, for an extended period of time, I think Patrick Williams is going to then get over thirty minutes tonight, and I think we're going to see the benefits of that. So um, I really like Patrick Williams moving forward. I really like Patrick Williams um, for this week as well, and I I would dare say that um, Patrick Williams could be a second second half of the year waiver wire pickup. Um or, sorry. Somebody who will win your league in the second half of the year off the waivers. Um big call, but um I, like many others, is very high on Patrick Williams. Fortunately that is it. Um hopefully everybody what week are we in? Week five for fantasy? Hopefully everybody has a has had a really nice start to their their uh, week five week um, one day in having a look at my stat line some good some bad but um, yeah all the best moving forward and if you are new then don't forget to rate and subscribe